Hello, and welcome to another spooky bonus episode of Try Not to Die. I am normally your DM, your difficult mediator, Noah Perito, but today I will be stepping off of my gilded throne and putting on some peasants' clothes to fit in with our two heroes. Would you like to introduce yourselves? I am usually Gorgonzola, and now I'm just a stupid, vulnerable human who can't take any kind of damage, let alone acid, thunder, poison, etc. <laughs> you do have a second wind, though. <laughs> um, and who is our other hero over here? Hello, hello. Usually I am Scram, the goblin with an axe to grind, but today I am just Shane Michaels Erder. Someone who also can't take any damage. Do you damage. carry an axe? <laughs> yeah. You know, just a, Scram just now a canonically personal, has an axe. Just a personal axe to Actually, grind. I'm going to say that, Shane, your skill as a human is that you can take damage. Yes. Because as we all know, Shane has hurt himself so many times. Shane literally got stabbed in the neck once with a pole while we were moving apartments. Oh my like, God, you, I forgot Genuinely, about that. you can take damage. It's true. I can't take damage, yeah. but I cannot and take critiques. So, you know. <laughs> physical you can't damage take I, emotional damage <laughs> exactly i have resistance to physical damage but i have um a vulnerability to <laughs> emotional damage it's true um well um before we go any further before any more of these incredible bits continue i have to give a special thanks to our patrons Aww. we got patrons this is a dream come true for me. I mean, I thought that the fan art was a dream come true. And it is and was and will always be. But this is crazy to me. Special thanks to Andrew, John, Lucy, Mackenzie, and Nicole. Last names omitted because we respect your privacy. Thank you so much. We, you know, <laughs> we do it, know it, them, we, though. We want to make it clear that we know them. We know them all. And if you, if you are interested <laughs> in becoming a patron and knowing us podcast warlocks personally... Head on over to patreon.com slash try not to die pod. We are going to be debuting even more beautiful bonus content in the coming months. So sign on up and toss us some gold to get an exclusive access to all of that good stuff. Um, I do want to um, let you guys know. Sorry, I should have done this probably before we start FaceTiming, but I actually spent all of the Patreon funds already um, on um, a personal subscription to Shane's Only Scrams account. Check it out. Onlyscrams.com yeah. forward slash Scrammy. <laughs> Scrammy? <laughs> Gunkman. Gunkman 1000. Gunk man. Do, you, do you mind sharing me the password, Lisa? <laughs> no um, it's explicit. Wow. We actually aren't allowed to say it. And Apple okay, will fine. toss us off, yeah. <laughs> Wink, um, toss us off. You... <laughs> <laughs> uh, without any further abu. Let's get on to our spook Q and A spooktacular. Q thunder Thank and you. lightning. Worked on that a long time. Polite applause. <laughs> <laughs> Polite golf claps from everyone in our in our studio Ooh. audience today. Everyone is socially distant, of course. Um, we are keeping. How, I don't know how many miles are between all of us, but many miles. <laughs> many miles. Oh, um, I actually, before we get started, I have a special thank you. Oh, um, yeah, go in. The special thank you is to um, our DM, Noah Perito. Who? Um, I was out of town for a little bit, and I came back, and literally the first day that I'm back, Noah walked to my apartment and, um, socially distanced, handed me a uh, miniature of Gorgonzola. So and cute. And it's really cute. 
I'm going to post it's it on our Instagram. So this is the second uh, miniature from Hero Forge Minis that Noah has gotten me. And um, because I, as a human being, am unable to cope without a support familiar, um, both of them have the tiny squirrel at the bottom. <laughs> both of my miniatures have a tiny squirrel. Um, yep. Of course, the tiny squirrel being still in the weasel. But thank you, Noah. It was such a such a sweet gift. And she looks very gay. And Noah remembered that um, she has small boobs. So... Yes, nice. I appreciate I, of course the attention it is. to detail. Yes, of course. I of course listened to all of our episodes previously to make sure. Um, and you are very relentless about those details. <laughs> it's historically accurate. Um, well, you both need it. You both now have minis, and now uh, you heard it here first, folks. We will be doing uh, probably at some point a mini painting. Yes, um, that's what I was going to say. Epi. We got to paint them together. Yeah, like maybe we'll do another live stream video. I've got to find my <laughs> tiny hands. i got to make it horrifying to look at. So I can paint my mini. This is, yeah, every, your first mini is the one you get to make look really bad. And then when you get really badass, you can be like, oh, I'm good at painting minis now. <laughs> All right, well, let's um, jump right in. Um, Lisa, would you like to start? Would you have, some, you have some questions from fans? Yeah, I do have a couple questions from fans. Um my first question, um, Noah, this is like a scary surprise, is from your partner, Ashley. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah, my God. We talk without you, yeah. Oh, God. Um, what? And the question is for you. It's, Noah, what new voices are you most proud of in ARC 2? Oh, my goodness. Uh, thank you, partner. Uh, wherever you are, I hope that you are uh, safe and loved. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> um, I would say... That I am, even though it's definitely not, like, I'm sure if we do have any fans in Ireland, they will vouch that it is not a pitch-perfect Irish accent. I am very proud of uh, Captain Fiddlesticks. I love her as a character. She is a, I, like, obviously, whenever you play a character in D&D, there is, like, a part of you in each character. And um, definitely, I get, I get to have this, like, kind of chaotic, fun, but also, like, knowing character which is really fun and i love her voice it is music to my own ears which is very egoistic but i'm not ashamed to say it um. i do actually <laughs> think that we have at least one fan in ireland because anchor gives us our country breakdown and there's a lot of really a amazing wonderful countries that i've never been to on there and many of them are just one percent so i know there's just like one random person listening in You're each of those countries the 1 and there's listening? a <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, Jeff Bezos was on vacation in Ireland and listened to our. <laughs> All right. Well, whether you're whether you're our Irish fan or you're Jeff Bezos, um, I I apologize if my accent is offensive. Let I am trying know. to do it justice, and please let me know yeah, if actually, I can what I can do better. Yeah, reach out. Have Noah sign up for some dialect <laughs> lessons. Like, <laughs> let's give them more. Yeah, we've, in the comments. We've got some my, Patreon my funds failures. available for that. I think. <laughs> That is, um, once we get new ones after the ones you spent already. Um, <laughs> next um, month. And next then, month. Next month. And then I would say that um, the other voice I'm very proud of is definitely uh, definitely Quince. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say was... Quince for you. I fucking love Quince's oh. voice. It makes me laugh so much. I hear it in so my dreams. So good. <laughs> <laughs> I, see, the thing is, like, okay, so there was um, the merchant that you guys ended up avoiding, and his voice is really fun to do. And I had already kind of planned Quince's voice to be like that, but then worn and weary from life. Um, 
and it is it has been an absolute joy to manifest that that aspect of my personality which is trying too hard i think that is why i love quinn so much because he's trying so hard but he's so tired of doing it yeah it's It's he's a faker who knows he's on the end half of that where it's like you're no longer able to fake anymore sorry so shall i all right reveal the next question Yes, please do. What else do they want to know? Um, Mega Classy Taco asked us a question that I thought was very interesting. How did you guys come up with your characters and how did you decide on their voices? Stares at Scram. (laughs) I think we've talked a little bit about how we came up with our characters, but it was a very collaborative process. We pretty much just workshopped that shit together in the living room until we were like, yeah, that's good. Mm. But um, we haven't, I don't think, talked so much about uh, how we decided on our voices. Yeah, I don't. I think you guys have never. Ta- I mean, I've never heard Shane explain Scram. So, <laughs> yeah, Shane, impossible. do you care to? You can't explain Scram or his voice. He doesn't have to answer for anything. <laughs> were you like Great. practicing um, in the shower? Like, was there a time where you were really workshopping it? There was a little bit of a time when I did that, but honestly, Scram's voice was born out of an old character that I used to do. Anyway, on the theater in the in the vaudeville space, and um, and uh, yeah, no, he was kind of such a mysterious figure. Kind of, how old is Shane? Kind of born out, especially because on our FaceTime, I can see Noah, Noah can see me, but Shane just says "se." Yeah, oh, super exclusive. Boom. Oh, oh, the reveal. There you are. The He's so handsome, I'm everybody. Naked. We've never seen his face before. I'm naked. Oh, thanks. Oh, my God. I literally rolled out of bed. <laughs> all right. Tell um, us about your vaudeville days. Basically, Lucy. it all started back in 1904. But, um, no, in reality, I, You're ancient. I just used to do this voice uh, for a character. And then um, Noah and I were actually in a car one day driving along, talking about the pod, what it could be. This was many, many moons ago. And I just felt like because Scram was, like, tiny and he was always, like, on the ground, he needed to, like, be kind of antsy and chaotic, and I wanted to interpret that in his voice somehow. And that's that's what stuck. So this is what you got, folks. <laughs> it's really – it's fully perfect. I remember when you first uh, told me about the voice you were doing, and I was like, I truly wouldn't have it any other way. I don't know. I don't know what else Scram could sound like, especially now that I've heard the current voice. Imagine if he had like a James Bond voice. I, yes, I, funny enough, that, that was the voice of another character I was going to do at first. So, <laughs> is this um sh- what was the one you're doing in that other campaign, Sean Blake? Sh- scene Blake. Scene Blake. <laughs> it's it's scene Blake. Blake. <laughs> Excuse me. Blake special agent. <laughs> Seemed oh, like, and he was okay. an archer, and we like, yep. eventually were like, Shane, we think you're trying to play a rogue, buddy. Like, yeah. He was like, I want to be a ranger. We were like, all right, cool. Then all of a sudden, midway into game, he's trying to like hide as a bonus action, and we're like, oh, you, you have a totally different class idea in mind, my friend. Yeah, it's a learning experience still. Yes, I love Seemed um, I decided on Zola's voice um, by doing my regular voice. Um, <laughs> my thoughts when it came to Gorgonzola were that she probably has a 
lower voice than I do, but honestly, I have a pretty high voice as a person. I was like, I cannot keep up doing like a low voice down here. Like, I think she might feel sound like super tough down here, but yeah. there's no way I could keep that up. So, um, and healthfully, I keep my keep my vocal cords healthy. So, I was like, you, you know are... what? I'm just gonna speak with um a pizzazz for life and a real aggression, and that's what I try and just <laughs> just stay aggressive. <laughs> Yeah, you're using your instrument very well, so Thank don't, you. don't worry. <laughs> Meanwhile, I think I've gotten nodes um, from Scram, but, you know, that's all good. It's fine. <laughs> Who needs it? All of my voices are improv on the spot. They're all made up. So, okay. Um, I, I, for the most... Okay, so when I was designing Emeralia, not Fayfall as a whole world, but just the continent of Emeralia, I wanted it to be, because it had this big enclosed central ocean... Mm-hmm. I wanted it to be like the Mediterranean. I wanted it to kind of be able to touch on some of the architecture of those kind of buildings and stuff. Um, and um, I also really love Italy. So I <laughs> was like, I'm going to make this kind of region like the Mediterranean um, and then north maybe like more French, like, you know, like the drow and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Sylvan languages being like French and like more. Oh. Um, yeah, it's. Yeah, uh, so I try and base it off of like the French kind of are the elves of the earth. Agreed. Yeah, the that's, French that's are like, the high elves of the earth. <laughs> they are the high elves of the earth. Um, <laughs> I cannot, and some of that, yeah, that inspired it, and uh, and then pretty much everyone else. I'm like, I want you guys to love them because so often, I, like most most DMs have the problem where they make an NPC and their players like won't stop loving them. But for me, I make NPCs and my players hate them. They always it's do. True. They are like, I don't trust them. And I'm like, okay, well, I can't force you to, but please, they're just a nice person. I'm strongly against all of them. We love them. I just think that we have to roast them continuously. It's true. It's true. That is probably also a, a DM experience many can relate to. <laughs> uh, I have a little uh, little question. Ooh, a little cue. Okay. Is it, um, give me, give me um, that little cue. Is it cue. No, it okay. is not actually. I know exactly where Plebo is. Um, tell us, uh, real quick. No. Tell us. <laughs> no, you have to. Um, that's the thirty dollar tier. I'll tell hey, you where Plebo Noah, is. Noah, real quick, look at this watch. Um, tell mm-hmm. us. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh. <laughs> Plebo is located. No, I'm just. Um, I'll find so that bastard. I actually have several questions. Because I'm very excited. But um, my first one is, what do you guys think is going to be happening next? Specifically for Zola uh, regarding the Gravedigger um, and Scram regarding the Shard. Zola, do you want to go first? Um, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, hmm. Okay. The thing is, I've thought about this so much. And I feel like I'm going to know more when we get to the Capitol. But I'm really hoping that the Gravedigger is like a cool guy. I know that. Um, yeah, you know, I'm not I know getting his that name vibe. is like. <laughs> well, the thing Something is, I don't think the Gravedigger is. I don't think the Gravedigger is the voice. I think that like the voice is telling me to find the Gravedigger. I'm kind of I feel like my path is leading me like deep into like some kind of secret orc society with like those people in the tunnel and like symbols and like hidden letters and like my mom left her sword why'd she leave her sword 
So I think that maybe maybe the grave digger is like really cool. He digs graves in like a super cool way. Okay, I love that take. I'll let you know. <laughs> wow, well, thanks. That's my that's my official take. As you could tell, I'm really certain about it. I think that the grave digger is a cool guy, and scram. I feel like the the shard is. You know, I don't know if this is my personal belief or just apprehension but i'm nervous that the shard is going to turn against me so far it's given scram a lot of powers and like a lot of exciting stuff happens with it but i am worried that it was a plant or something or it's got a power that he doesn't know about still and it's gonna backfire hard because that happens with scram and our and our dm that's fair. so <laughs> it's gonna more specifically our dm well, so I'm uh, I'm nervous to see what's going to happen, but I think it's going to be an adventure. I I am willing to say that. That I yeah. can guarantee. I mean, I'll let, go out let, on a let's run down the list really quick. So far, the bag, um, your bag has got shot into shot into space. <laughs> Seems negative. That. Your little I bag think got that's shot the in space. Funniest intro of like that was like really kind of Scram's intro, you know, like what yeah. you could do. I think that's the funniest kind of <laughs> intro on earth. Just your yeah, bag shooting into the sky, and I'm like, cool, Amazing. cool trick. Cool. Uh, Dude, can and you like get the that fact back? that this is like a super powerful magical item that it's like, <laughs> I want to, like, there are, again, the 10,000 effects, and the one that comes up first is a random object of the user gets shot into space. <laughs> that is truly, I literally looked at it and was like, huh, all right, I guess. It's definitely scarred Scram, so he does uh, not know what to do with this shard. It was his favorite little bag. Uh, and then also there was the pixie dust, um, the, that was which was very helpful, very helpful. And also, again, a, a miracle of time, which I absolutely loved. Like, I lo- the dice tell a story, and this random number generator told a story. Um, and also the absorption of the ion stone of reserve, which, ha- again, has two spells in it that are still unused. True. Um, All seems evil. Yeah, don't and then those spells, boo. Yeah, and I think it was like invisibility and maybe misty step or something. Like two very fun ones. So, um, and then last but not least, there's the haste spell, which was your Scram's most recent and exhausting experience. Yes, my magic meth experience. <laughs> I think that Scram is just too scarred that he's just so apprehensive to use to use the shard at all because he's like, my best friend could fly into space or. My, ha- Sh- my hands. Shoot me. <laughs> Shoot me into the Please, sun. Please, straight into the sun. That's all I'm looking for. I mean, I won't lie. There's obviously some dangerous things on there, but there's also. Oh, I'm aware of danger. Um, a lot of stuff on there that is very, very, very helpful. And then there's a lot of stuff on that that will just be so wild to happen. Like, there's stuff that will dramatically change the campaign. And I'm like, I tr- I wrote it and was like, this may be. Uh, it's gonna be no fun. that's so good when <laughs> stuff like that happens so yeah. some of my favorite um campaign moments outside of try not to die like in our personal in our personal lives you guys um, have personal have lives moments <laughs> no uh, don't worry Shane, about that no. Scram. no one and i don't hang out don't don't oh, get okay. ideas i don't want to make sure <laughs> <laughs> this is a professional <laughs> relationship um have been moments where um the deck of many things has been involved mm-hmm. um which is a a deck of magic cards you pull and random shit happens. Um, like um, adding a fourth level fighter to your campaign, which has happened yep. in two campaigns that I've been in. Yeah, that one comes up a scary amount of times. 
<laughs> and it's very inconvenient for me as a DM to be like, now I have a player I have to play as. Okay. Um, inconvenient. You love it. Yeah. What are you I talking about? Seamus in that other in our other campaign, which is set on another continent in Fayfall, Panatolia. A little exclusive content there for our listener. If you're hearing this, there's a continent out there called Panatolia. Um, on that continent, uh, you have a little owl folk friend now. <laughs> yeah, my name is Amos, and his name is Seamus. He's a little mini-mate. It's really cute. Aww. Um, I have another question from um, Gwyn. Mm. Um, it's for me, so don't get jealous, Go guys. in. Don't get jealous. Get it. Um, I see the way you're looking at me, Shane. It's okay. I, th- I think <laughs> I'm frozen. He looks really mad on the face. I think it's just a frozen I almost day. just... Build water <laughs> under my desk. Oh no. What kind of fighter is Zola? Are you multiclassing magic? How? And the answer is Zola is an Eldritch Knight fighter. Um, when you get to third level as a fighter, you can choose what kind of fighter you are. One of them is Eldritch Knight, and it is um, you know, like a, a war caster. So you get to take a couple spells and eventually get can get some pretty cool, pretty cool um level level up features but yeah yeah, so i have um chromatic orb i have find familiar i have um green flame blade and another spell which i have not gotten to use yet and i will i'll let that be a fun fun secret until i get to use it in the campaign Mm, very very good i am very excited for what's to come for you and the way we're kind of flavoring it is fun where it's like kind of a mix of um, the wizard being like, I want, I can learn more. I want to find more spells and like mm-hmm. understand magic. But then also like kind of a weird sorceress origin, like how mm-hmm. your blood seems to boil when, when you get, uh, when you get going with your magic. Yeah, uh, it's kind of cool to be that. an orc caster. You know, I think that's not yeah. something that um, is in a lot of campaigns. So that's been fun to yeah. explore. Definitely. Um, and I'm gonna, you know, hopping on the back of that question, piloting it like some sort of. Um, mutant question mech i would like to ask you both um you are now uh, canonically level four as uh we for- i think we forgot to mention that on the last episode maybe we did but you are canonically level four. Oh my um, which, god which um brings you guys to an ability score Ooh, increase i wish um, i knew what that meant and I- <laughs> good lord um <laughs> Well, it makes one of your ability scores higher. Uh, but you can also choose a feat, but I think we talked about how at, th- at this level it's really beneficial to pump those yeah. scores up, especially Anything for like a team that's wisdom, so... like your wisdom, charisma, intelligence, strength, dex, et cetera, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, my question uh, that I'm, you know, hijacking this question mech. Wow, um, I'm watching Neon Genesis Evangelion right now, and you're really blowing my mind. <laughs> I'm getting in the robot with this question. Uh, <laughs> what are you guys excited um, about, like, your as you get stronger? I mean, for, you know, more spells, like, more abilities. What do you, what do you think, Scram and Zola, where do you think they're going? What kind of um, abilities do you think? Oh, for me, uh, being able to at least do something. Uh, in terms of defense or <laughs> attack. <laughs> what are you talking about? You literally scorched You know what? Piece. I just want to make sure that I don't disguise myself into oblivion. And so I'm hoping that I can have like something that seems a little more attacky, a little more useful going forward. 
Mm. I think you're very useful. Listen, you. that's you know what? that's the blues of being a caster. Yeah. Like sometimes it's hard. You don't feel strong, but you when you get like fireball and shit like that, like you're really gonna fuck it's up. True. You're really gonna fuck up some people. That's true. Yeah, seriously. When Thunder sorcerer wave? area of effect you spells, killed Priya. There, <laughs> you killed your your I mean, killed you your killed ally. Yeah. You know what? There's that looking up. Hey. <laughs> Uh, what about you, Zola? What are you looking forward to? Ooh, um, well, I'm really excited um, to eventually um, experiment with um, f- my fine familiar spell because so far Stilton is just like a little baby weasel. But um, I think as we get into different environments, we'll be able to use him in a different way. Like fine familiar, you can turn um, into a hawk and you can like warg into their eyes I could turn Stilton into an octopus like there's so many um, things that, that he can do but I'm kind of scared to put him into harm's way do it um, so yeah, I'm gonna Zola have to doesn't it. know about the resummoning ability either. yeah I'm going to have to grapple yeah. with that when, when he eventually dies and I realize <laughs> I can't summon him again um, oh my god I'm, I'm also really for looking funeral. forward to <laughs> we bury him at sea oh beautiful <laughs> We could, I, it would be, it'll be, okay, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. <laughs> um, but I'm also really excited to, um, I mean, f- once I get my second attack as a fighter, like having one attack in, for the first few levels as a fighter really, really blows. Once you have two attacks and then you have action surge and you start to like crit on other numbers, like I just want to become really brolic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I've also, and I mean, you're gonna go on. Uh, I've also thought, at some point, like, I don't know, I have such a thirst for multi-classing, but I could see if the story goes on long enough um, for Zola to eventually, like, maybe take a paladin level or, like, a barbarian level or maybe some kind of, like, sorcerer level or something if she gets, like, deep enough into magic. Like, wherever the story. Yeah. I love a story-supported multi-class. Of course. I, I almost... Unless someone's coming in with a character that's already multi-class, I'm usually like, please, let's use some flavor. Let's figure out a good way. And I think that Zola has, I mean, Zola's also very smart. You could, you already are a fighter. You're an Eldritch Knight. If you took wizard levels mm-hmm. or, there, I mean, I think that the Blood Hunter class, the critical, uh, the one that Matt Mercer made, uses intelligence as well. And that one's oh, like, I don't know if you know about that one, but it's... No. Um, at least it's one of its saves, if I remember correctly. And mm-hmm. basically, that one, you have certain abilities that you inflict a little bit of damage to yourself in order to impose, oh, like, different effects onto I people and stuff. I have heard of that. That's, yeah. that's sick. That's kind of like a fighter monk almost in a way. Like, Yeah, it's very it's very sick. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for you guys to keep getting stronger. I think that, you know, when you're early on, it's always like, okay, at any moment we could die. Um, but I can't wait at a certain for Quince point, to finally reach level 20. I thought he was oh, there. He already is level twenty. Yeah, he already is yeah, level twenty. Twenty one then. <laughs> yeah, soon he'll be level twenty one. He he levels up fast. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, some spooky Halloween content. Um, is that I recently watched the horror movies Creep and Creep Two, um, starring Mark Duplass. Um, highly recommended. If anyone's looking for a horror movie recommendation, they're both on Netflix. Insane. I can Very strongly say I have no strange. idea who that is. <laughs> yeah, I truly was like, who is... <laughs> I wish I um, could get this Mark Dupop. He's in a... No, Mark he's Dupop. in a bunch of... Hold on, hold on. Mark, Mark Duplass. Mark he's in a bunch of 
random things. I'm sorry for hearing this, Mark Duplass. Um, he was in the Morning Show. I'm not. Oh, okay. Um, I'm with you. He was also in the Mindy Project. Oh, okay. Um, he's I... in Big Mouth. Um, oh, he plays the mouth. So, like, just a couple of random things. But he, yeah. it's a found footage horror movie. Mark Duplass um, plays this, like, sociopath, uh, pathological liar. Uh, and they're crazy. Everyone go watch it. There's your um, spooky corner from Lisa. That's your <laughs> entertainment you. update. I actually also have a spooky one that I found. It's also found footage. Oh, okay. It's a TV show. Um, it's with um, it's where they find pumpkins and then carve them. It's with Allison Hannigan. And... <laughs> it's found footage. <laughs> and, uh, it's Allison terrifying. Just panting heavily. <laughs> oh, guys, God, look at this. Okay, I carved the pumpkin. Oh, guys, um, this pumpkin is really nice. <laughs> Hi, you may know me from How I Met Your Mother or Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I'm here to carve <laughs> pumpkins in this terrifying, uh, horrible hotel. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was on the other day, though. Allison, if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I hope she's listening, Allison. Um, I'm gay for you. Okay, Noah, did you have a question? <laughs> yes, this next question uh, comes from me and Allison Hannigan. Um, <gasps> A-H? A-H, A-H herself, the big A-H. Um, <laughs> this one's, I have one for Scram, and then I have one for Zola. So, uh, Scram, um, it, recently in the last episode, you got into a little cooking. Is this a new passion for Scram? I think it definitely is. He definitely saw the light and more specifically the ingredients and the mm. light in the kitchen uh, from the flame of cooking. And I think that... Fascinating, mm, fascinating. Very good, see very what I did there? And I think that, uh, yeah. you know, he was just so turned off by food for much of the empire because uh, nothing was, you know, particularly his taste. So I think that he'd like to All expand right. his palate and uh, he loves to mm-hmm. care for people. And I think that cooking or, or creating something in the kitchen is going to be a way for him to do that. So we'll see where that goes. He may be good at it. He might not be. But he's definitely leaning. He's oh, leaning I... into his culinary side. I love that. I, I absolutely adore it. I Especially think that honestly makes cook. sense. And also, I think... <laughs> I just crush everything in my face. You guys are going to be yeah, starving. Yeah, I think his little hands will be great for like being a sous chef, helping out, you know? So we'll yeah. see. We shall hmm. see. Maybe someday, maybe someday Scram will, when you, if you ever get to those, those beaches, Ugh. you'll get to have like a kind of beachside those grill beaches. situation. <laughs> maybe, maybe he'll open up like a... <laughs> the finale is the opening of a restaurant. Exactly. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> it's tiki bar. It's a little tiki stand. All I need is 35,000 gold for a down payment on this incredible spot. On this Vista view. <laughs> the finale is just us mingling at it. Thank you, thank you so much for coming. We really appreciate the support. Yeah, it's just an open house. There's no drama. It's it's the biggest drama is like, do we get the food out as fast as possible? Like... Um, there's D&D a fire in the kitchen. Open house with us as interior decorating. Like Ooh, Zola's yeah. fl- Zola and Scram's flipper flop. Just saying that's some bonus content we could do. <laughs> that would work really well, I think. <laughs> I would absolutely love hours. that. I would absolutely love that. We'll, we will see what we can work out in this. Um, uh, the other question I have is for well, Zola. Yeah. Um, what? Oh, sorry. Did you have more, my friend? Well, while we're, this is actually probably related. I'll let you go, Noah. Mine's a food-related no, question. Is it, not, is it related to it cooking? It is a little bit. Oh, yeah, then go in. I have mine written down, so you oh, can yeah. definitely go, go this in. Question, That's fine. I can read. The, it's, it's fine. Wow. I can, I can read. Make Lisa wait. Wow. You know what? I'm never going to speak now. Go ahead. 
No. <laughs> Oh, stop. The the view the the listeners they love your voice. Oh, we need your, your voice. voice. All right, all right. We need you. Your talent. I guess I have to read it as scram now. Um, so this question comes from Hale, and Hale asks if we were all ice cream flavors, what ice cream flavors would we be? No, no. I'm I'm here for it. I have it down. You're here for it. I've thought about. This. Thanks for the question, Hale. All right, you're first. Um, definitely pistachio mm. with some um flambéed cherry pieces and uh, a mascarpone swirl. Delicious. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Oh, Yum. The mascarpone. I'm good. You know That's what? I the... might make that with the ice cream maker that Scram got me for last Christmas. Ooh. Mm. Might have to might have to make to a little that. ice cream party. So to answer the question, I would say that okay, so like the 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 answer that would please the palate would be like a s'more a s'mores ice cream with like a marshmallow swirl. Don't, don't worry and... about pleasing anyone. This is be true to your heart. Geez. Oh my god. This is not this is not false to my heart, but it, there's um um who's this a like for? logic answer and then a heart answer. This oh, this is okay. So me as a DM. Oh, okay. okay. The, okay. Let's hear. Yeah, it. me let's as a DM. It. It's a it's s'mores ice cream. So there's like marshmallow swirl in it, um, ooh, and ooh. there's a little spice in the chocolate. You know, like cinnamon or like nice. some sort of like chili Nutmeg, powder. So there's maybe. like a little kick. Yeah, yeah. So there's like, mm, but it's still sweet and very fun. Um, but then the other the other answer I was gonna say is it's actually every ice cream melted and then poured and refrozen. And it's just a <laughs> horrid mix of all ice cream. No. <laughs> I'm out. Don't do it. <laughs> Uh, uh, Scram, what is what is your flavor? Oh, wow. First of all, that ice cream sounds delicious to Scram. I just want to say he, <laughs> it's served he's at the, ready it's for gonna that be served whenever. at the the bar. <laughs> Thank God. Um, at I the think, tiki bar. <laughs> I think Scram um I think he would love to be some sort of a sweet cotton candy, you know, like the bright blue, vibrant cotton candy. Mm. Maybe some other colors in there. Like maybe a swirl of colors, and then um, I think he would definitely have some sort of like a um, a green apple or like a raspberry jelly swirl in there. Ooh, Ooh what? Because we little, all we're all a little swirly. That's little, that's the gay in us, y'all. Oh, that's sure. the gay. That's the just gay. can't keep it straight. Ice cream. We gotta go, we gotta make <laughs> gotta it a little have a fruity. Swirl in there. It's the fruity stream <laughs> within. Fruity. <laughs> Oh, and goodness. then I think he'd also have some fruit mixed in, like some fresh raspberries or some mango, some little surprises that you'd get along Ooh. the way. Yeah, like his southern dreams, like a little tropical. Exactly. Situation. A little bit. A little bit I inspired. Do, I have a suggestion. Um, maybe this is topping, like a topping for Scram's Absolutely, ice cream. Absolutely, Noah. Uh, I will flavor... melt the ice cream down per your favorite okay. ice cream. Melt it down. Um, melt it down into a nice ice cream soup uh, and sprinkle some pop rocks on top Ooh. of it to get some uh, some whoa what a is this and crazy flavor a little pizzazz yeah a little pizzazz um, I was gonna say Shane I could see your um, ice cream uh, scram your ice cream being um, Dorian ice cream because Dorian fruits smell really awful they're really offensive <laughs> it's actually illegal to carry them on public transport in places mm-hmm. like Thailand Vietnam. Um, but they taste delicious, so I think it would like smell like garbage and rotting fish as you like walked up to it, and 100%. then you eat it. And then, you're like, this is actually tropical and fruity and delicious. Yes, that's it. I love that's perfect. That's Great, it. honestly, guys, 
This is a. Gr- I want this in a Sunday. All of us. I want all of our ice creams. Maybe in a we Sunday. should have um, an ice cream party stream when we reach like a certain amount of. Pa- <laughs> patrons like how your like teachers would do in elementary school we yep. throw an oh ice god. cream party for everyone <laughs> oh my god that would be so fun we could Amazing. like yeah, everyone makes their they try and make their flavor yeah <laughs> they do their best to make everyone their flavor just has to make a little sundae and come hang out <laughs> i'm gonna try to make that stinky fruit sundae and it's just gonna be <laughs> terrible i'll order you some durian <laughs> Please. Your apartment, you get evicted. <laughs> it's gonna smell like rotten fruit, like rotten flesh. Can't wait. Um, well, this uh, is... Anyways, <laughs> oh Noah, did you want to ask your question? Oh yes, I wanted to ask my question. Oh Noah, for you had a question you. to ask. I actually have another question. Oh, n- sorry, uh, you're cutting out. So my question <laughs> is, um, what? Okay, so what are Zola's thoughts about Captain Sticks? She mentioned she was nervous around her because she was so hot. Is her teen heart already over fan favorite Priya Alchuri? Okay, first of all, I I do have to say that a little bit of my nervousness is that like when Noah does Irish accents, it kind of makes me feel a little nervous. (laughs) Just nervous in general? Just like, I'm like, my Palms are sweating right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, stop. I just uh, think that like Irish people like are like a it's like a little hot. So like I think It's that true. Was, I she was hot, so I had to true. make her accent equally as hot. That was a little bit of um my Lisa leaking through. I think that, you know, Zola like I don't want anyone to get it twisted. Like, Zola and Priya definitely had, like, a little, like, teen flirtationship going on. But, like, I, I don't – they they didn't fall, like, in love. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Zola's there was some 18, love, love there. She's never had – like, that was her first kiss. Like, you're not – I think that she doesn't necessarily feel beholden, especially since she was like, hey, do you want to come with me? Uh, and, my my my! You know, Priya said no. How There's quickly? Not, yeah. It's not a committed relationship. It's not. There was no ex- like. There was no exchange well, of we are going to. We are together. We're not There's no promises. Going steady. How I don't even know what, you what class she love. is. First of all, <laughs> you don't know what class or species she is. She's weird human. That's what you have for perspective. But um, I do have a question though that. Um, hinged on your question, which is how old is does Captain Sticks appear to be? Because I thought that she was um, a bit older than Zola, so it's kind of teaching, treating it as a little bit of like a teacher's crush. Yes, uh, I would say that um, she is in her mid to late twenties. She okay, is yeah. she is young, but she's definitely like she's definitely like I would I'm you know obviously we'll let it play out. We'll see what's going to go on, but <laughs> I, like I feel like if it's exactly how you described it in that the student is maybe th- maybe thinks the teacher's hot and the teacher would be like that is um i am too old for you i appreciate that <laughs> but uh but it's yeah i'm i'm interested to see what happens because i, I think that you're like... totally right uh zola isn't committed necessarily to priya there's no there's nothing yeah. written in stone and nothing as yet. like someone who grew up and realized that they were gay like there's always like when you're in like college or you're in high school there's always like a cool older lesbian i don't know captain six just gave me lesbian vibes i don't know if she's a lesbian but kind of like he said she had short hair it's kind of a tell just saying yeah I'm not gonna lie <laughs> most of my characters are gay uh there's some straight people but there are lots of gay ones so but there's you know we'll see 
there's always that older lesbian who you like you kind of want to be and you're like oh my gosh this person she's just living on the sea free and has like a short haircut and like she's just allowed to do that she just like <laughs> hangs out with these like people who look like Danny DeVito and like she's just allowed to do that I kind of want to be mm-hmm. her she's kind of hot too like I think that's yeah that's a um, peak teen moment that Zola is going through right now yeah it's like the I want to be her and I want to be with her kind of yeah. feeling. And she's yeah, without yeah. her dad for the first time. Like she's going to the Capitol. Like she's feeling she's feeling loose and free. There's a whole <laughs> whole world in front of her. She is the whole sea, the open sea, and there are a lot of fishes in it. <laughs> um, that's all of my questions. Does anyone else have any more qu- questions? Yeah, I actually have another food-related question. <laughs> Hell yeah! Um, which is again from your partner. Ashley. Oh no. Um, My lovely Ashley, partner. Thank you for letting us um, record in your lovely home. Usually. Um I miss you, babe. What I'm here, are babe, right now recording. She's gone. Um what are Zola, <laughs> Scram, and Priya's favorite foods? Let's go alphabetical. So Gorgon, Zola, you are up first. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> <laughs> um Zola probably is used to eating her dad's food, like a lot of pasta, a lot of cheeses. Um, So I bet that she hasn't had a lot of different kinds of food. So maybe the answer will be different when she gets to the capital and can try some new things. But for right now, it's probably like her dad's cheese and like a little glass of red wine. Mm, Very nice. Very nice. Her dad's cheese. um, That's a cheese brand. Her dad's (laughs) cheese. (laughs) Daddy's cheese. It's like Josh's wine. No. Oh my God, Josh's wine. Josh's wine. Dad's cheese. Incredible. (laughs) Who's Josh? Who's dad? (laughs) Josh, if you're out there, we've drank the wine. We enjoyed it. We love your name. (laughs) Please, we love your commercials. (laughs) Um, So. That is a, fan- a little charcuterie. It sounds like, you know, pasta, keep little, classy. keep it classy. Um, so Gorgonzola then Priya. So I will, you know, P before S. Uh, I don't know if there's a joke that'd be made there, but it sounds awful to say. Um, so uh, Priya, hmm. I would say, cause Priya did grow up on the coast. Um, I would say, <laughs> oh my god i was like so probably some sort of seafood right and then <laughs> uh what's the fish it's like branziano or branzino the fucking one it's like they serve you a full fish oh yeah branzino yeah I think, yeah i think i think that she would be the kind of like she likes to eat she a probably, whole fish that's she, pretty gay <laughs> yeah it's big gay energy eating an entire fish, eating whole fish. <laughs> well okay my lot okay I don't know if it's that. That just was the funniest answer that came to my head at first. I will I will say definitely she's probably a pescatarian. I would say that. She probably doesn't eat uh, red meat. Um, she may even be a vegetarian. but uh, And it's my decision. I should have just said that right away, whether or not she is. But you know what? She's a pescatarian. And she loves... <laughs> this is um, the kind she... of hard-hitting bonus content that people are in this for. <laughs> Let so it be known. Books. Priya, Priya is, is a, a pescatarian. The P and her actually, favorite dish. It's an Easter egg. It stands for pescatarian Ria. <laughs> pescatarian Ria. Oh, disease. no. Okay. Um, and add that one to the list. Um, no, I'll say that her, her favorite dish is. Oh, shit. Uh, a bouillabaisse. <laughs> Done. 
Brantino a fish and stew is great. <laughs> great. Okay, everyone now is officially like this DM knows nothing. What the fuck is going on? Scrammed youth. Why don't they? Like why don't they know that? Um okay, Scram. Um it is now your turn. What is what is your favorite meal? Um, I, or what is the meal that describes you? I think that um, he doesn't necessarily have a favorite meal because he eats things in small doses. Uh, I think. <laughs> doses. Handful here, handful there. <laughs> I think mostly it's going to be like um, like a, a piece of bread, like a moldy piece of bread, I think will be his. Mm-hmm. A Baguette single moldy. With some um, natural blue cheese in the middle. Exactly. Absolutely horrible. <laughs> Maybe Scram would like love blue cheese. Maybe I will try it and might. introduce you to blue cheese in canon. It really feels like, yeah, it feels like, I don't know if you guys know um, Brad Leone of like Bon Appetit. He, mm-hmm. I don't know if they're still doing this, but they used to, he had a show that was like stay alive. That's basically all fermented foods or, you know, Ooh. foods that require decay and, and like the, and another stuff. organism and stuff. Exactly. So like, I think that like Scram's restaurant could be like an all, all fermented, like, uh, fermented restaurant. <laughs> oh my God. I'm literally, I love like um, pickled foods and fermented foods so much yeah, that me my too. mouth just started salivating. I just started, I'm like, at, yeah, I'm like at his bar right now eating handfuls of like, like olives and shit. I'm like, give me all this pickled weird food. It's actually just um, a banana stand, a pickled banana stand. Oh my god, you monster. End me now. Hey, don't knock end it the saliva has it. dried up. I am no longer hungry. Lisa, did you say edge Shame. me? No. <laughs> Yeah. Are you that yeah. excited I fully about the just, banana stand? I fully just peaked. I just ruined my recording, I think. <laughs> Sorry, the internet's cutting um, out. So do we have any more uh, questions to wrap this up? <laughs> um, Actually, no, yes. You know what? I... Oh, yeah, sorry, you go ahead. Um, so this yeah, next... shut up, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, talk, I, I talked I too much. I one question. Jeez. <laughs> All right, so the next one comes from, not myself, but from a Lucy... A Lucy. First question. She Why did asked. you clarify and not yourself? <laughs> a Lucy. <Good> Lord. <laughs> um, a Lucy. The first question is how. Mm, I don't know. If if there if this individual Lucy, I don't want to assume your pronouns. I'm gonna say they. If a Lucy, if you are listening, I, if you're asking about how we do the podcast, we again have made some eldritch deals with um, uh, podcast. Um, demons from the beyond um you can you can be one of those demons if you subscribe subscribe to our patreon (laughs) um but we um basically record in a small studio in my apartment normally right now we are all kind of in different places so we're doing some remote stuff um and if you i think you probably you both probably have funnier answers to this question that's the real answer um, oh, that's I said my answer. I, I genuinely don't know how. I, we're just—it's been a couple months, and now we're here. I'm under yeah. a desk with some blankets and a microphone in front of me. So, uh, that's how I guess. <laughs> I guess anything for anything from you, Scram. Any advice <laughs> for our listeners? I'd say how <laughs> with the power of friendship, um, anything's how. possible. Oh, that's well, a good that answer. Was, that was nice. Yeah. All right, I'm going to cut our answers out, Lisa. Nope, did that's it. Um, actually, uh, she did ask. Um, uh, well, first of all, are there. She asked two, uh, two other questions. So, drum roll. Okay, Would go you in. Like one of them, Drumming. two of them. 
I want both. Amazing. We both shall not deny fire. our fan. I will not, you know, deny our fans that. So, first question is, what aspects of yourself uh, in your characters are based on yourself, or do you see in yourself? Uh, and that question is for Noah, of any of your favorite NPCs, and as well as Scram and Zola. Who wants to start? Alphabetical again? Actually, should we say for each other what we think? That's a good idea. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Okay, so I think that for Zola, um, I think that there is a lot of that intent. Like, you're, I mean, you're a very kind-hearted person. So I think Zola has, like, a really kind heart and is really looking to kind of do good in the world. And I do see that in you, for sure. Um, and also, I a little bit of the... I will if you tell me I can't do it, I'm gonna try and do it. <laughs> yeah, Zola's a Taurus. Uh, <laughs> I'm a Taurus raised by Tauruses. So uh, There you go. Pretty stubborn. It it's and um I would say Scram has a little bit of um a little bit of Shane, your chaotic energy. Um that kind of like I wanna do a bunch of fun things, let's go have fun, let's do this together with my friends. Um but yeah, just like wanting to do all sorts of stuff. An ex- a, what is it? An excitement for life? A, a, jeu, de, a jeu de vie? Someone, mm-hmm, someone, mm-hmm. One of our French listeners is going to um, be offended by that pronunciation, but I, I our, you have a, you have a jeu de listeners. vie. Our high elf <laughs> listeners. Call back. Um, I see in Scram, definitely, um, Scram is like a man of many um, side hustles. And Shane, you are a man of many side hustles, too. <laughs> I don't know. If, um, Lots of ideas. Um, Shane is like the um best person at coming up with like app ideas business ideas like shane's like mm-hmm. we're we're gonna get a van and do a mobile laundry service and then he's That's like it. we're gonna have food truck we're gonna do this all we need is i'm gonna sell a homemade hand sanitizer we got those guys <laughs> and so I innovation think, i think scrub is very innovative like and yeah. has a lot of, he's a he's a chef now i mean you have a lot of side hustles so i That's see that he's a Scram. big picture guy um <laughs> and then in um in Noah, I think I see um, a lot of your characters, because Zola and Scram are our kind of thing, is that we're really green. We're really new at being heroes and at having big choices to make. We've both never had to make big choices before. And so, like, we're learning how to have, like, a moral compass in a way. Uh, and I think that you are often our moral compass, like Captain Sticks has like a very like calm firmness to them and i i think i see that it's in true. you uh you have a very calm like firmness that you're very firm <laughs> thank you i um <laughs> firmness is one of my i i have a 20 in my ability score for firmness yes that's true <laughs> so that's what i kind of <laughs> see you. in you you're like our little moral compass firm oh thank you yeah. i'm i'm honored and um this is where I would look, I would break the fourth wall and look into the camera and be like, oh, fuck, like nervous <laughs> face, like, ooh. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, um, thank you, though. I appreciate it. And also that. chaotic, like um, the mini Danny DeVitos that I forget their <laughs> names all the time. <laughs> uh, Rami, Dart, and Sophie. Rami, Muscatini. Dart, and Sophie. The Muscatinis. Uh, I see the justice of you, Noah, in, in all your characters. And then... Lisa, I see um, Zola's, like, constantly trying to, like, make the world better and, like, I don't know, go out there into the world and uh, truly make such a positive impact and, like, save others with her. Yeah. And I feel like that that is something about you that always comes through. 
I love that. Step. <laughs> Our group is very chaotic. We're very firm, and we're very kind. Zola takes a warlock level and just turns absolute chaotic evil. <laughs> <laughs> I start doing really shitty things to you guys. I it totally cannot goes wait. To my head. <laughs> oh my god! Oh no. <laughs> Wow, I didn't realize she was so close to the edge of evil, but I guess so. <laughs> She's a teen. Every teenager is close to the edge of evil. It's true. And any given All day, it, it could be evil. At any um, moment. a little indoctrination on the internet. <laughs> oh, goodness. That's a, that's a scary warning to all of our, our listeners. Please watch out. The internet has a lot of um, bad radicalizing going on as well. It's true. It's so true. Also, um, I feel like Zola has to find the internet now. Zola like, has to find the internet. She has to find it. Zola would okay. love the internet. There's so many um books. It's, it's the internet in... Do we have the internet, Noah? <laughs> I cannot confirm or deny that. Is it a different kind of net? It would be a different kind of net. There's a continent that just has internet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that boat. It's the internet. <laughs> it's a fishing vessel. Anyways, the, my dad... <laughs> the name of my dinghy. And then our... Our last question from Lucy, who, which, by the way, is one of our newest Patreon uh, patrons. So if you, too, would like to be a patron, visit us at Patreon.com. That's three Patreon anyway. plugs. Yeah, Lucy can tell you how, how cool it is. <laughs> yeah. All the amazing features. Clearly. Anyway, Lucy, our newest Patreon patron. Um, our warlock patron. They, <laughs> she, she asks us... Um, so during the harpy attack, there was that song playing, and we were jamming out to that. That's what was distracting us so much. What song would you guys like to jam out to to your death? <laughs> I hope that was a word-for-word oh word reading of that question, because that's an incredible. Thank you, Lucy. That is brilliant. Uh, what, what, what's, what are your answers? What do you think was going on in your head? I think as um, an East Coaster, like eventually, you know how they say like uh, from Some dust, Billy Joel. from dust to dust we shall return. No, actually, I was gonna say on um, the song that played in the Six Flag commercials, the Vega Bus is coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, maybe some nice Billy Joel. I really like Billy Joel too. So maybe I'd um, oh um. Working too hard will give you a heart attack. No, don't sing it, Lisa. No, you guys, we can't sing it. We can't afford the rights. Please stop. Billy, just know that it's... We're personal friends with Billy. Yeah, we love you, Billy. Billy's a close friend of ours. And also, again, if anything, Billy, it's just so we can line up the audio later. Because I'll just line up our singing. Good friend of the pod. Maybe you can lay down a just a piano only track for us, so we could just lay a it really over. like wonky version of the original song, so it's not in the same copyright. <laughs> uh, moving out, it, Anthony's song. That's that's what <laughs> either that or the Vega Bus is coming. Love Maybe it. A, a remix. Wait, this is everyone. Shut up. This is where we put the mashup of the Vega Bus is coming and moving out, Anthony's song. I'm moving out. Oh my goodness! Oh, this is quality content. This is good stuff for the for the fans. Pretty good. This is oh, better man. than a canon. I feel episode. like for Scram. Yeah, what about you? I feel Scram? like for Scram, he's definitely got um, either two things: the Bunny Hill theme song, which I, again I don't know if I can sing. What is uh, that? Be- the Bunny Hill. 
I'm pretty sure it's like the oh yeah like that yeah thing. that's really that's so good I think either that's definitely on so brand again, just beep out half of that like you know because I'm sure we it's not it's not cleared and then the bunny um, hill lawyers are watching this taking notes <laughs> we're fucked y'all take us down the little guys. podcast think they can get away with this shit Jeff Bezos <laughs> in Ireland get away with this. Bezos in Ireland if you're listening lawyer up for us please we need your help they're making $15 every thousand <laughs> listens we can't let that happen <laughs> Shh, they can't know our algorithms okay so either that Either that is happening or probably some deliverance banjo music, like starts very softly and grows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just just in time for him to be sucked out to see. Amazing. These are fantastic. I answers. think the Cotton Eye Joe. I think I could see Scram going out Ooh. to the Cotton Eye Joe song. But That's like good. one of the like that. electronica remixes. Oh my god, yeah. But he's doing it the <laughs> whole time. High legs, high Ew, knees happening. Was that your, your version of <laughs> I was gonna do it. I, I started it, it, and then I thought better, and also was like, "Wait, am I should I not be singing? Like, how much can I get away of quoting a song before I have to before I get sued?" <laughs> I was like, "Don't risk it. You already did two different hits. <laughs> you already have the money song, and also Billy Joel to fight. I cannot afford Cotton Eye Joe." <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! Um, well, do we, if we don't have any more questions, I think we should we should button up this uh, this Q and A. Noah, what song would you go out to? Oh, yeah, that could be true. what finishes it up. What song do you go out to? Oh, okay, okay. Um, it's either um, the Ducktales theme the song. Dubstep version. It's a dubstep of, of the. <laughs> yep, it's that. Um, it's a dubstep version of our theme song. Cue that in right now, uh, Noah. If you're listening, when you're listening and editing this later, start the dubstep version now. Um, and <laughs> right, right now. now, good thing I made that. Good thing we made it already. Um, and so yeah, I would say the Ducktales theme song probably, or um, "Bitty Bitty Bum Bum" by Selena. <laughs> nope, I can't Sick. sing it. I don't want to. I can't afford to. Right, so let's play all nope. three of those. <laughs> <Cut it there. laughs> we'll go out to all that. At the same Perfect. Time. Um, thank you again for listening to this spooky Q and A bonus episode of Try Not to Die. Where did you come from? Where did you come from? Um, if if you would like to um, support this lovely podcast, please it is lovely. Um, please go to our Patreon, um, patreon.com slash try not to die pod. Um, we are gonna have lots of incredible content coming out there. And again, thank you to the five patrons we already have. This is it was the best news of my life. You guys whole week. are the fucking best. Yeah, like also if you didn't see last week's episode, um, it's only 17 minutes long, but boy is it a wild ride. It's <laughs> up on our Patreon. You don't have to um, subscribe or pay any money to see the video. It's just up there. Uh, go to the link that Noah just said and you can watch it. Um, and uh, carve a pumpkin along with us and send us a picture of it. Yeah, we'll we'll um we'll, yes. we'll post it um with your consent, of course. We'll come to your house and smash it. Yeah, we will, per- we will personally crush that pumpkin. Fly us out, Scram! Okay. Hey, Scram is on his way um, to eat that moldy, moldy pumpkin. Ooh, amazing and delicious! And I think we'll end on that. Uh, thank you again for listening, everyone. Uh, please um, subscribe if you can, and try not to die.
Thank you.